Today's a little bit different. We've been doing these like short guy episodes. Um, what do we call summer session? And today we are going to answer a Deary Query from one of y'all. Deary Queries are my favorite kind of episode because they are the thing that literally started the show. They're why we started answering questions on a podcast. And it's really and why cool it's to called me. Dear Jessamine. It is why it's called Dear Jessamine. And um I appreciate whenever people are vulnerable with us because it is hard to be vulnerable with anybody. First, hard to be vulnerable with yourself and hard to be vulnerable with strangers. And so it just feels really cool to me. And if you have a Deary Query, you can send it into the question box on our website, dearjessamine.com. And if you hear anything in the background, like a muffled tractor sound that is our landlord doing some completely surprise yard work. So that's what that is. Maybe you have a landlord that is doing some surprise yard work at your house. But I think if you're into it, I'm just going to read the question. Does that work for you? Sounds great. Cool. All right. Hello, Jessamine and Ash. I am 40 years old, queer, they, them, and started HRT, hormone replacement therapy, about five months ago. I am married to a cis man who I started dating at 19. That is a fucking long time. How many time. years is that? That's 21, 21 years. 21 years. That is mm-hmm. a long time. There's people listening to the show that are that age, 21. <laughs> Testosterone has been incredible for me, and my husband has been supportive. Can I make one other note about time then? Yeah. That was in the 2000s. No, literally. It's crazy. crazy. We've been monogamous for most of our relationship. We briefly saw other people when we first started dating, and it was a shit show. <laughs> we essentially broke up but kept sleeping together. Shit's so real. In the end, we got back together, and for the most part, we've been happy. I've always wanted to date women, but due to a variety of factors, I never felt able to put myself out there with other queer people, and I'm too socially awkward for casual sex. I made out with a woman at a party once, but that has been the extent of my experience. Since starting tea, I already feel happier and more comfortable in my body. I want to make friends with more queer people, date some folks, have a summer romance, and all that stuff I should have done in college. I want to explore all this with joy, but I am scared. I'm scared of blowing up my marriage, even though my husband has been encouraging. I'm scared of COVID, obviously. I'm embarrassed about my lack of experience. I'm scared of starting new romantic relationships for the first time in decades. I'm trying to read about how to navigate this skillfully and bumping up against discourse, which now has me worried about all the harm people like me, in parenthesis, AFAB people married to cis men running around looking for people to date, can perpetuate in the poly and trans communities. (laughs) I am neurodivergent and terrible at flirting and putting myself out there socially just in general. So at this point, I just feel paralyzed. Any advice you have would be amazing. All these do soften me. Seeing you two communicate so honestly about your emotions has been so illuminating for me. I appreciate you both so much for everything you do. You can use my name. Everyone who can figure this out is me already knows I'm a gay disaster. Um, I really appreciate this person asking this question because that is real. This shit is so real. And we know people who are in similar situations who have like been primarily with cis men and maybe are married or have been married 
And like, if you're married, you're not dating. And dating and marriage is like really different from one another. If you're married, you're not dating. Like, if you're married and you're that you're person being that married, you're married to, yes. Like, okay. if you're being married, that is really different from dating. But if you're married, you can be dating other people. Totally. And but then if you dating. haven't been dating and you've just been married, oh, for the last twenty-one years, yes, it's hard to start dating. Because it's, first of all, oh, you'd yeah. be making shit way too serious. Well, oh, yeah. But it doesn't mean you're not good at Like, some people want mm. serious. Like, some people who you're dating are like, yeah, no, we're going to have, like, conversations about sexually transmitted diseases. And we're going to talk about whether you want kids or not or have kids or want more kids or are doing kids. Like, in ways that you would do much sooner than if you were single, I think, because there's this, like, whatever. Sorry. I don't mean to. No, you're, Please. I mean, I'm like married and dating. Mm -hmm. And so it is interesting to notice. Uh, we used to call this gay married, but then they did mm -hmm. gay marriage. And so now gay married is like straight married. <laughs> gay married is getting divorced. Gay married is gay. <laughs> this is my thing. I feel like Divorce, you have weird. a lot of dating experience, like youth dating experience. Dating and this person youth? is describing, yeah. Like, and it helps to do it when you're young too, because you make a lot of mistakes and you fall fucking flat on your face. You And you were born in the 80s. And so it's not on film, which is real nice. Totally. Literally. But if you start dating when you're 40 and you've, your whole context for dating is marriage, mm. it's really hard because it's like, there is, I think, a playfulness that's really required in dating, especially the kind of casual shit that this person is talking about. Like they're trying to have, they're trying to have like sweet summer romance. And like, <laughs> I just thought about this video that I have, I sent to a few different people <laughs> because I think you sent it to me originally, actually. Usually. It was somebody who was at Pride that had like just gotten broken up with at Pride. And they were like... <laughs> The, the person who's interviewing them was like, how's your pride going? And they're like, or like How, are you dating are you, anyone? Yeah, are you single? Are you single? Something? And they said, apparently. Well, I sent it to you because that happened to us. What? Remember we went to pride and some woman was like, oh, are you seeing anyone? And you were like, apparently not. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. That's why I said, you do remember that. When was this? The this older white the lady, day? she was sitting down. Oh my God. No, I forgot. Totally. It was like moments into oh our very goodness. first pride moment. Oh and uh, somebody was like, Oh, are you seeing it to be special? That's what it was. And I was standing there. She was looking at me. She was like, introduce me to your friend or whatever. And, and you were like, like nope. <laughs> I was like, no, she I'm broke up with me literally moments ago. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was. No, but I feel like just dating is meant to be like really silly and fun and casual. And like you do get to serious shit eventually and pretty much inevitably but with some people you don't ever really get to serious some shit people you don't ever and with some people you do it really fast because that's who you are and i think that's mm -hmm. just me in general mm -hmm. which is why i end up not dating but i end up like partnered all the time mm -hmm. and totally. what's so funny is that this era yeah i feel what the person is saying though because it is like for me i feel like i've certainly been with a lot of people but i've never really dated like mm -hmm. you're talking about like mm -hmm. casually and like cool so i'll Thank you for the evening. And then I'll probably text you in a few days or a week. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't have to care mm -hmm. in between. I don't know about that. I might be projecting because I'm realizing that like, I've dated a good amount. Yeah, and I'm, I'm dating right now, like mm -hmm. very casually, a bunch of people. And I feel like it's not, well, the first thing 
this person is like talking about how they don't want to like can I see that be a problem in the community. I love that. They don't want to cause harm to people, and I'm like, yo, AFABs are stay stay steady causing harm and like everybody yeah everybody does it's not it's i take offense everybody does it no but i mean like especially with like drama you know what i mean (laughs) like i feel like an afab especially who's coming from like a cis marriage can start mad drama in the queer community because they're just like out here trying to just do a lot but that's (laughs) us not being principled i think that there is a way to be like that chaotic bisexual yeah it's totally um, chaotic bisexual energy um, energy yeah i feel like whatever they get a bad rap i feel like a queers who look straight i learned this super young queers who like can pass or like people assume them to be straight fuck that i mean that sucks your identity is getting erased every day it sucks Mm. number one and number two and that's not necessarily with this person i don't think that this person falls in that category but there is this element of like when you are queer and married to a person of the opposite looking sex or whatever the fuck i feel like that shit's hard. And this is a similar sort of like a limb off that tree of like, um, yeah, people are just going to assume you're a certain way without asking you or getting to know you. And I mean, getting to know you, like I only hang out with queer people. So if I think you're straight, I'm probably not going to be that, you know what I mean? I'm Mm -hmm. not going to know what we have in common. And so it takes a little bit more energy, I think for folks in that, in those spaces. And, but you know what I see too, though, is people, especially AFABs, taking on this concept, this construct of like, well, since it make I have to work harder or like I have to do extra steps to make sure that like my identity is honored, it must be my fault that it's not or something. Mm. So this idea that they're causing trouble, I'm like, man, they just be in them. And, and I don't think that we, when I say queers need to be more principled, I'm like, I don't think that, first of all, fuck gatekeeping. You're in. You say you're in, you're in. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And number two, if you're annoying, you're annoying. It doesn't have to be like where you're coming from or who you're doing what with. And I think that when people can come in with a posture of like listening and learning mm-hmm. and trying to understand what mm-hmm. is versus being like, hey guys, guess what? So I know the answer to everything. And I think that comes from this nervousness that mm-hmm. this person's alluding to. So like when I'm in a socially awkward situation, I talk a lot. Sometimes, not always. Mm-hmm. I have a Gemini moon combined. Honestly, but it happens. And I think that's what is being talked about. Like if there's a way to find some compassion for the self regards regarding your like uh, lack of experience, mm-hmm. I think a lot of this would just be avoided. Yeah. I think also like not looking, hunting for dyke drama is helpful. <laughs> like drama. don't be just like trying to start drama, which if you're trying to have like your the shit that you would have done in college or in high school or something, that's going to mean you're going to be trying to start some drama (laughs) unintentionally maybe, but there is that psychological phenomenon of like starting where you left off. Like last Mm -hmm. time you were dating Mm -hmm. and behaving like a 19 year old Mm -hmm. because that was the last time this person might've been dating. Mm -hmm. Except for that. Exactly. No, but like you have to though. And that's what we, that's what I'm talking about with the people that we know that have been exploring and they're 40 plus is that they are redoing the same shit that they did when they were 19. And like, you just have to, cause you have to learn the lessons and like, it's not that big of a deal. I think that it's troublesome if you are in your thirties and you already did that thing when you were in your, when you were 19 and then you end up doing the same shit Mm. that you did when you were 19, just because this person who's over 40 hasn't gotten over that lesson. And meanwhile, you're out here on some shit that you already learned this lesson. And it's like, why? Yo, the other thing that's problematic is in those circumstances when people date much, much younger people. And I don't mean like, I think, whatever, mm. let's talk about something controversial. Mm. I think that there is, um, 
there are big age gaps in queer relationships sometimes mm-hmm. that feel kind of like okay like in community supported by Loki monitor I don't want to say mont chaperone you know but whatever other queers and that like harm is like something that people are really trying to avoid but that it might be this developmental issue like I dated a person much older than me one time who was mostly celibate her whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it kind of made a lot of sense that she was in a place of like dating somebody much younger. But my rule of thumb is if they, if queer, queer youth are for protecting, not for fucking. Mm-hmm. And if you could still get a grant from an organization as a queer youth, that's like usually up to 24. Don't. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck that person. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck. Let that person fuck people that's who. That's exactly right. Whatever. Whoever fucking they want. But I don't know the fucking your age. If you're 30 and you're dating a 50 year old, get after it. Have a great day. But if, I just don't. I yeah. fucked so many people before the age of 24 who were o- well over 35. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Don't be doing that. So it's so just don't you do that. Know what you're getting into <laughs> is a generational difference. Like you oh, are going to be going about things in a different way. And it might be for the positive. There's but also it might be for the fucked up power dynamic. That I'm sort of addressing. Oh my God, literally. You just have more life experience, often more money. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, that's also a weird problem. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so I, I guess I wanted to throw the PSA in there. That if you're out here doing this, just know that you might be attracted to much younger people. And if yeah, they can definitely. get a grant from an LGBTQ plus organization, don't fuck Maybe them, don't please. fuck them. Yeah. Um, uh, I did want to say, go ahead, go ahead. No, this person is also talking about like feeling a lack of experience and fear. This is maybe, it feels like probably this is the biggest issue is that they're like, um, I don't know if what I'm going to do is kind of, if the way I'm be trying to fuck people is the way they're trying to get fucked. Mm. And like, is that a, should I yeah. be? And I'm like, I think there's only way to one way to learn how to ride a bicycle. So you don't have to like the only one way to learn how to swim, only one way to learn how to ride a bike. And, and those ways are my drown or fall down. Deep so. humility, yes. openness to transformation, open excitement, heart. curiosity, mm-hmm. like knowing that if somebody's attracted to you, like they have what they like to do. You yes. already know what you like to do. That's You've it. been with somebody. It's going to be really different. Let someone inspire you to action. And I think what we come into re- relationships, especially sexual relationships with the idea of is that I have to be skilled. I have mm. to know what I'm doing. I have mm-hmm. to know this. I have to know that. You know, it's way cooler than that is showing up to somebody with your like hand, you know, your arms open and being totally. like, so what do you like? What do you like? <laughs> this is what I like. You have a finger, you have a mouth, you have a whatever, put it there and do it that away. You don't have to know anything but that. You don't have to know anything but like how to ask a nice question. And if you don't know how to ask a nice question, let me just tell you, so much about consent, so much about foreplay is literally just get to know you activities. (laughs) It's like, hey, so would you like it if I did this? Mm. Or hey, so I really like, I would like it if you did that. Like all of this is consent, but it's also sexy. It's also foreplay. It can be really hot. It is not as easy, I think, as it's as you're saying it though. For no, but me. it can be. It definitely can be. But I think that we live in, and especially like monogamy culture, cis culture, and shit is about like mind reading or silence and like thinking that you should have already known how to do something. That's like capitalism and, like, and misogyny and all of that. Totally, but silence. it is. It's not a small thing to deconstruct it or to decolonize it within yourself. And so I feel like it is really helpful to actually learn what you like and what yeah. you're interested in and what. Feels feels good for you and to like be like trying to get to know yourself as a way of getting to know anybody else i think it's hot to practice either alone or with a homie or a dog even like literally (laughs) 
kind of creepy. That's why casual dating is helpful, though. Yeah. No, you just practice. You go on a date, you practice yeah. doing different things, trying new things on. You talk about, um, when you talk about how you started yoga, this concept of like yoga offered you the opportunity to push yourself, mm. like in ways that like you could understand. You're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to. I, this is where I think I should stop it. Like maybe if I did a little bit or whatever, different things mm -hmm. showing up, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like being in the space, having a body in a space, you know, all of those things like trying something new, but also like pushing yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that this dating thing, you know, you're the, the question asker is asking, would you say gay disaster out here asking like, oh yeah, I want to say something about HRT also um, mm -hmm. saying something, you know, about like being nervous to like get into it, being nervous to like do it wrong or whatever. Just don't, there's no wrong. You can't do it wrong. I mean, you, you can be a jerk. That's always wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in every circumstance, but like being like humble, being like curious, say, say, Ooh, this is the other thing. Say to whomever, like, Hey, I'm mega new. Some people find that fucking hot. I'm dating somebody right now who finds everything I haven't done yet. Really hot. You know what I mean? And I think you can, it takes all kinds. You can like find exactly the person you had this experience. Yeah. Say. No, the person that I, um, hooked up with a couple weekends ago uh he was very much like i was being really honest about how because i really haven't been with that many cis men so this is and the parallel so, thing here. you know it's very similar so i haven't been with that many cis men i came out as queer when i was very young and i've primarily been with afaps and even with that i'm learning that like there's so much that you catalog and you're using you're just like oh i know how to do this totally. and then like as an adult, it's like, oh, let me actually revisit that. Do do I know how to really communicate with another human being? Mm. So a piece of that is being with cis men. And this particular person was, I, I was just really straight up with him that like, I don't have that much experience. And he was like really into it and was really <laughs> like very comfortable. He He said that it turned him on the idea that I didn't know about stuff. So like, I just to confirm what you're saying. Yeah. I've yeah. had that experience recently too. Yeah. yeah. So like, don't fear like everything that you think is wrong with you. Somebody finds extremely hot and you don't have to wrap your brain around it. Even you can just show up as you and be like, it's possible. I've been doing that recently with my body and it's revolutionized mm. my body, my, the way I see it, you know? Um, and part of that too, though, I'm gonna be honest with y'all watching porn of people who look like me really specifically. And not even like getting fucked. Watching porn of people who look like me solo mm -hmm. has been like, it's like hot, but that's not the point at all. Mm -hmm. It's very like, wow, okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see how that's hot. I see how that is hot. And then I see, glimpse myself in the mirror or whatever. And I'm like, okay, because that's the same. That's hot. I got it. Yes, I'm connecting dots. And maybe this is just the way I learn stuff. Uh, but. This is literally my obsession with Gabby Gregg, Gabby Fresh. It's like I've looked at this person since I was a teenager, mm. looked at her body and been like, wow, that's like my body. It's hmm. funny. I've been, yeah. yeah. Since you're a teenager, that, I want, that's weird. I've been looking at this person that I was talking about on porn since mm. I was a teenager also. Mm -hmm. And it's wild to be like, she's been here the whole time. They've been here the whole time. He's been here the whole time, whatever your person is. And like, I guess there's a knowing mm -hmm. maybe that this was coming. I needed something familiar, something I could trust or something. Anyway, it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. So look at porn of people who look like you and then you'll know you're hot. Um, <laughs> I do think it's reasonable to be concerned about COVID. And like, so I feel reasonable. like 
just doing research about like COVID and dating would probably help because but the hoes are out here. Also, like, I think this Literally is a new hoes. era of like communication. So it's like mm-hmm. talking about before you do, do fucking that needs. If you don't are know you what vaccinated, convers- have you been boosted? What is like, that, when's the last time you went the to the doctor? When's the last time yes. you got STI checks? Like, mm-hmm. what were those results? Have you ever been treated for one? Like these things, again, I think they can be hot. Mm-hmm. I think that one could find a hot way to say it, but you also don't need to find a hot way to say it. It's like yeah, if it you're really fixing to, to fuck, literally mm-hmm. the last two people that I had sex with for the first time said the exact same thing to me, which is, I guess we should have a sexual health conversation, like mm-hmm. in the middle of a makeout while clothes are being taken off. So it's like, yeah, I guess we should. So here's my status. What's your status? That's your status. Cool. Sounds great. Any reason to think that's not right? No. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes, could be. Let's not do those things. And we can do these other things. You know what I mean? Or we can use this kind of protection or whatever. I just think that that vulnerability is hot. Mm. I think the like openness and the sharing is really hot. But it's also like regardless of how hot or not hot it is, it's necessary. Mm. Um, Because what makes an awkward conversation, an awkward sex thing, even more fucking awkward is calling somebody a few weeks later being like, so I don't know if you gave it to me or somebody else or whatever, but you need to know this thing and let's all live a good life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's more awkward. Like if you didn't want to talk to them again, if you did want to talk to them, again, whatever, that is a public health requirement. So <laughs> let's not be ridiculous out here. People. I want to get back to this conversation about discourse. Okay. You're running up against discourse. Embarrassed about my lack of experience, uh, scared of starting new romantic relationships for the first time in decades trying to read about how to navigate this skillfully and bumping up against discourse, which now has me worried about all the harm people like me, AFAB people, married cis men, running around looking for people to date can perpetuate in the poly and trans communities. You're neurodivergent. I'm just like, all these things, I'm like, bro, you deserve good things. <laughs> you deserve to get out here and try a thing. I don't know what discourse you're reading. I'm sure you're reading some of the books I've read. I think people can be really intense with their like shared values. Don't do this. Don't do this. This is the wrong thing to do. Blah, blah, blah. A, You're hurting the community. They know because they, they fucking did, did it. it. B. They're the problem. You got to write with conviction. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to write a book that's mealy mouth? Clearly somebody's going to be like, this is, this is ideal. This is an ideal circumstance. That doesn't mean we're not humans. Mm-hmm. So the discourse, don't listen to people who think they know what they're talking about. Not because they don't, but because we all think we know what we're talking about. And the only thing that's really important is your lived experience. In my opinion, I feel like get you some tra- friends in the poly and trans communities. Talk about what's true. Because messiness, I'm going to say I'm a messy bitch. And it often leads to a lot of growth and healing and yoga for me and other people. So it, you don't have to not be doing the lessons you're doing. Don't shy away from the things you need to learn just because they might be a struggle or difficult. They might cause somebody discomfort. Now, harm, I feel like the word, I use the word harm maybe differently. I don't think you're causing harm by dating people unless you are causing harm. But I think those distinctions are real. They're, you know, inconveniencing somebody, I think that it's always a good idea to consider why you are with people. Why are you, mm, I think, I hear what you're saying about you're not causing harm just by dating people. But like, why are you dating people? Mm. What is it that you're looking for? If you're looking for yourself outside of yourself, that can cause harm because you are not, you are literally going to just be like perpetuating whatever the fuck it is that is happening inside of you onto other people. And this happens in community. And like, I get where people are coming from with this. I think it's bullshit to say like, 
don't do that You're because it's allowed. like yeah i mean everybody yeah. we have to do that that's why we're that's right. human beings together Learning but it lessons, is just something lives. to consider like and to consider your impact and that your impact matters that you matter as a human being and therefore if you are having a bad day or are out here for reasons that are harmful that that could cause harm but i did also want to say about flirting that being terrible at flirting is like not a big deal. It's and also hot. I actually think people that, love that shit. Yeah. I was going to say people like, call me cute all the time when I get awkward. Yeah. But also like, I think that it's good to just be yourself, yeah. like however you are. And if that's embarrassing and like you fall on your face, you will find the love of your life because you fell on your face somewhere looking embarrassed. There's real good Samantha Irby stories about that. Okay. You said that you find um, the way that Jessamine and I communicate honestly about our emotions illuminating, which is a funny word. I think there's no value judgment there. It makes it awkward for me. Like, do you think it's good or bad? Um, illuminating. Yeah. I don't think that you have to talk like us to be illuminated. And I don't think that like the way that we talk is necessarily like, um, I love the way we talk. I think it's really opening and stuff like that, but I hear from people that like, they can't imagine doing it. I don't think there's like a bar or something. I think it's just our style. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that just find your style that mm. like, I appreciate the compliment, right? I think that like uh, it means that like us doing this isn't like for nothing. But I also like sometimes get worried that people are like, oh, well, when I talk like at Jessamine and Ash, it's going to be a different story. And I'm like, please don't just do you. <laughs> don't talk like us. Like this mm-hmm. is maybe that's not what you're saying. Anyway, I feel like they were just trying to be nice. But good, good, good. Okay. If you would like to submit a query, go to dearjessamine.com. And if we're able, we might answer it here on the show. Otherwise, uh, have a good summer and we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye.